All right, grandkids. So welcome back to another episode of How Grandpa Built It. Um, hope you guys are doing well as you're listening to this. I'm super excited to meet you all. Um, and I'm recording this episode back to back from the last episode on not wasting a crisis. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and listen to it because that episode is a foundation to this episode. And that episode um, was really focused on the crisis that we had in uh, Q2 of 2023 and what we learned as a company, what I learned as a CEO, as a leader um, to help and what I learned. You learn so much from crisis, so don't waste the crisis. But one of the biggest things that that crisis provided, at least for me, is that it really forced me to double down on what I really envisioned for the company and for the business and for Opni. Because before, it's just it was just a little bit of, of dreams pieced together that evolved over time and it wasn't as clear as it is today. And so with, with that being said, uh, I actually want to use this episode to talk about the new vision for Opni as well as the core values and the culture and why is that so important to me and why as the, I would say the managing partner, the CEO, the managing director, whatever title you want. Like I, I, I just say this, like I'm not a CEO until we have a hundred employees, but so like the managing, the founder is my job is to spend a lot of time in building the culture and the vision of the company as a CEO, as the managing person, that's your biggest responsibility is, is having a clear vision, painting the vision and ensuring that we have a culture that creates a competitive advantage, creates a moat for your business and that it's really, really hard to replicate. And so uh, first it's understanding what the vision is. And then from there, the core values and then the standards that the team needs to have to be successful. So during this crisis, we had just rebranded the company to Opni. Opni is being short for opportunity. Our tagline is a world of opportunities. And at this time, when we were building the company, we thought about, hey, like this is a career coaching business. We want to help people find jobs and help them master their career. But because of the crisis, it really made me rethink and understand, okay, what is our goal? What is it that we want to do? And came down to the conclusion that, hey, I love building businesses. I want to impact and I love helping people and making them become better. It's the reason why I'm recording a freaking podcast for you, grandkids. And I don't even have a kid. Think about that. It's because that's how much I want to be able to impact your life that I'm starting now. Um, probably 20, 30 years before you're even getting to listen to this. Like that's that's the way I want you to think about it. And so we identified the vision. So Opni, we want to be the world's top talent company. And open a world of opportunity to billions. We want to be the go-to company when people think about talent, right? Talent management. So if you are looking to maximize your opportunity in your career, you think of Opni. If if you are a career coach that you want to be the best career coach, you use Opni tools, Opni certifications, right? When people think about hiring, companies think about staffing agencies to hire, they use Opni because they know they have the, the, the pipeline, the candidates. And we also have one of the largest media companies when it comes to job searches. So when people are looking for jobs, they think Opni. And to do to able to do that, we need core values. We need really strong core values. So this is our core values. I have it framed in my office right over here on the house. And I'm going to read them to you. We have three core values and what it means for us. And I want you guys to, to learn this and understand this. Because I want you to live 
your core values. I want you to make decisions based on these core values. And I will be teaching you these core values forever, forever. Since you are one year old, I'll be reading these core values to you. All right. Number one, relentlessly people focus. Here's the thing. Nothing great happens alone. That is why we understand that it always comes down to put people first and humanizing the process. It does not matter how big our company gets. We want to continue to build on the community aspect. No one should feel like a number. We want to motivate, encourage, and support our team to reach their goals and full potential, even if that's not with us. And a quick little note, and I'll read them. I'll explain it to you. This is important to me because I think as technology comes, and I don't know what's going to be like when you are starting your career, technology and companies have automized a lot of things, and we've lost the touch, the human element touch. And I think technology is important, and we need to work with it, and they need to help us do our job better. But we can never forget about the people. Nothing is more dangerous than an individual that doesn't have purpose, that doesn't have a job or a purpose. And a job or a career for someone adds purpose that allows them to be positive and allows them to have a better life. In fact, you need to work to have a better life. And so I want you guys, a takeaway from here is, is that it's about the people. And I'm sure that if you look at your life, you're going to realize that your life is only great because of the people around you. And so you better treat them right. Um, a really important note here is I understand that everybody that works with us will end up with us in the long term. Like some will, some won't. And that's okay. And it's okay if people leave. In fact, people have left the company and people have come back to it. And we want to continue to foster that atmosphere. Number two, dream big and execute smart. As a company, we have big goals. So we want everyone else to have big goals too. We encourage our team and clients to dream really big, but we understand that dreaming is not enough to make it a reality. In order to achieve a dream, you need to be ready to work for it. That is why every big dream should come with smart execution. This means that you need to have processes and build habits to make success predictable. Dreaming big is a key, but we should always think about what needs to get need to be done to make it happen. Dreaming big is key, but we need, we should be always thinking about what needs to get done to make it happen. This applies to us as a company, for our clients, and also the communities that we serve. I love this core value uh, because it talks about the idea that, hey, we all have these big dreams, and that's amazing. But those dreams don't work unless you do. What are that? What are, what do you need to execute? What is the plan, the habits, the actions that need to happen for you to be able to achieve that dream? And what I've come to the realization as I meet people is that I see a lot of people who are dreamers, but they're not doers. And I did an episode on this. It's called Dreamers and Doers. So if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it because you understand how important is it to be able to say, okay, I want this. I want X. I want Y. Sure. But what does it require to do? What do you need to execute to do? What habits do you need to learn to execute that? And if our company has this massive goals of being the number one talent company in the world and opening a world of opportunity for billions, that's the dream. That's a big dream. We also need to be able to figure out what needs to happen, what needs to be executed to be able to get there. And 
I am telling you, I don't know that right now. I, I don't know how we're going to get from where we are today, a million dollar company to a billion dollar company. All I know that there's a North star. I know what we're going to do in the next year. I'm not going to quit. And I'm going to learn from others who have achieved similar goals and continue to invest, right? Because now as we continue to gain more capital, we're able to shortcut the time, right? We talked about this earlier too in the earlier episode. Time, life is a trade-off of time and money. And when I started the business, I didn't have money, but I have time. And now as I get older, I, I have more money, less time. So we use money to get to a dream. But the idea is that it's not just about dreaming big and having these big pipeline goals, but it's like doing the work that is required, executing it, being the doer part that makes a big difference. So that's why core value number two is dream big, execute smart. Last core value is grit mentality. Grit is the number one indicator of success. So we need to have a grit mentality in, in everything we do. This means that we have to be persistent, fight for what we want, and not give up after the first challenges arise. We understand that things won't always go our way and that they will be hard, but we believe in pushing through it. We either win or we learn, but we never lose. We also want to encourage a growth and abundance mindset, which means when we win, someone else should win too. We want to encourage win-win outcomes in everything we do. All right, grit mentality. Core value number three is so important. And if you just listen to the crisis episode, um, you understood like, hey, the only way we survived that is because we had a grit, grit mindset. Because I was not going to quit and our team didn't quit. And because of that, we survived and became stronger because of that. We talked about this in other episodes, right? The infinite game, right? And, and it's about networking up. And the reason why the number one indicator of success is grit is because challenges are natural to come. Again, there is no dark, there's no light without darkness, there's no highs without lows. If you know that and you continue to push through it, then you're going to be much better off because of it. And so that's the core values, right? So relentlessly people focus, nothing great happens without people. We need to dream big but execute smart and we need to have a grit mentality. And if we can follow this and we can live by this, we will reach our goal of making Opni the world's top talent company and opening a world of opportunity for billions. Now, right before we finish up, and uh, I actually want to talk about an exercise that I did, which is the standards that we need to live by to be able to accomplish that, right? And it's important because um, in 2023, in early October of 2023, we took the team on a retreat to Cal Callejo. And I hope that you guys get to visit Cal Callejo one time. But, uh, and we really talked about to the team and, and kind of walked them through. This is, you know, we had already gone and had a really good three months. We already knew that what we were doing was working and it wasn't luck and it wasn't a trend. It was a new standard. And so we gathered a team around and we painted the new vision and we told them, hey, this is the new vision. We're going to make Omni the world, the world's top talent company and open a world of opportunity for billions. And what got us here won't get us there right? Our actions, our standards need to evolve as the company continues to evolve. And we did a lot of like group workouts and, 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 and exercises. But one of the things I challenged the team, I said, what are the standards that our employees need to have in order for us to become 
the world's top talent company and open a world of opportunity for billions. And so we started by saying, hey, what do companies that fail have in common? And they wrote a bunch of lists. What do companies that succeed had in common? And they wrote a bunch of lists. And mind you, we did not get involved. What I say we is the leadership or the partnership team at this time, which is Salome, Samuel, and myself. We did not get, we let the rest of the team write this down. And we said, what standards do the winners have in common that allow them to reach those goals? And they wrote a list. It was like 15, 20. And then I challenged them. I said, hey, put that and narrow it down to 10 and put it in order. And this is the standard that I'm going to hold you guys accountable to so that we can, if we, if we, if we live by them, we will become, we will make Omni the world's top talent company and open a world of opportunity for billions. And we did. So here's the standards that the team created. And I love them. And so our standards, so this is it, and I'm going to read them. Number one, every team member acts as an owner. I love this one because it helps you understand that when you think of yourself as an owner, right, you take more love, you treat it better. You know, when you own a car, you treat it better than a rental. All that becomes really, really important. And so if everyone in the company is treating the company as, as if they was theirs, and I hope that one day we can make this so that people are able to own shares of the company and only people who work in the company can own shares. I think this is going to be really important. Number two, every decision that we take is a win-win-win. And this is actually part of our core values, right? And so when we're making a decision, is this, do our clients win by this? Do our employees win by this? And does the company win by this? If it's a, if it's a yes across the board, then we should do it. Number three, every team member is a top 5% expert in their field. I love this because it forces every single one of us to study, to continue to educate ourselves, to continue to get better, because there's no such thing as staying the same. As humans, we're either growing or we're dying, and we're not staying the same. And so when we say, hey, our standard is to be top 5% in the industry, to be a 5% expert, that forces people to continue to learn. One thing that we do right now is that we have a book of the month. And so that continues them to not only read the book of the month, to continue to invest in the development in their particular skill set. Because as the company grows, we go from generalist to specialist. And that's actually a transition that we're going in through right now. Number four, we only hire A player, A players employees. And that goes back to creating talent density. And I think that the core values, what's going to happen with the core values and the standards is that it's going to attract more A players, better talent, for them to stay longer and want to build this with us, but it also will make people who don't feel like they're team players and don't fit the standards, they're going to force themselves out of the company, and that's okay. We actually want that. Number five, as a team, no one has 100% job security, especially the leadership team. I love that. It's accountability. I shouldn't have 100% job security because I started the company. I should be actually held to higher standards, and I understand that. But so should our executive team, a leadership team, and so on. And so we are a team, not a family. And there's a difference there. Not that I don't care about my employees. I love my employees. But we need to do what's best for the team, for the company. And therefore, when you're not performing to the level, when you're not at the top 5%, you need to get out or get better. But there's no guarantee that you're going to have a job next year if you're not getting better. We're, like We can't. Continue to carry dead weight if we want to reach those goals. Number six, 
We are brutally honest by criticizing the action, not the person. It's really important that we have candor and that we're giving each other feedback and we're helping each other get better. As long as it doesn't, it's not at the cost of someone else's personality or, or expense, right? And so it's criticizing the action, not the individual. Because I don't think no one's doing things harmfully, right? Maybe some, rarely, not right now at least. I think our team is really good and we're really connected here. But that's really important. Every decision that we make, oh no, sorry. We, number seven, we hold each other accountable to execute effectively. Going back to the core value, dream big, execute smart. It comes down to execution. It's easy to dream. It's super easy to say, I want an island. I want a private plane. I want a billion dollars. The hard part is the work that's required to get that. And so we have to hold each other accountable to execute effectively. And when you have a business and a team, it's beautiful when everyone's executing because those execution adds up. And by the time you blink is how you scale from a million dollar to a billion dollar company. Number eight, every decision that we make is supported by data. Man, this is so important and so critical. Shouldn't, you know, there's emotional, make decisions emotionally and logically. And as much as humans, as much as we want to be logical creatures, that's just not the case. We are way more emotional than we are logical. We make decisions by logic and we just, uh, emotion, sorry. We make decisions by emotions and we justify it by logic. But it should be backwards, especially in business. It should be very black and white. It should be making decisions by logic. And that's the data. If it wasn't for the amount of data that we were collecting and we were analyzing in the KPIs during the 2023 Q2 crisis that I talked about earlier, if we weren't looking at the data, we would have had a really hard time identifying what the issue is. And I'm pretty confident that we wouldn't have been able to save the company. And so it's so important that we continue to look at the data to make those decisions. And this is only going to get easier and easier as we have more resources to buy more technology, to be able to gather better data and to be able to make better decisions. I look forward to the day where we have a data scientist team that's just gathering the data and really helping them us make really, really good decisions. Uh, number nine, we don't make the mistake. We don't make the same mistake twice. That's kind of going back to the grit mentality as we either win or we learn, right? We either win or we learn. And, uh, it's about like, hey, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to go through crises. We're going to have issues, but we have to make sure we learn from it. If not, that is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So it's super important that we understand mistakes are going to happen along the way. We cannot avoid 100% of the mistakes. We just can't make the same mistake twice. And lastly, we're consistently reinvaluing our standards and our processes. Um, and that kind of goes back to the thing of saying like, hey, what got us here won't get us there. Like what got us to a $10 million company won't get us to a billion dollar company. So we have to continue to reevaluate our standards. But look, if there's one takeaway that I hope you learn from our standards and our core values, it's, it's really cool is that our standards was built by our team. Our core values were built by me. But how many of our standards were actually points driven from the core values? And that makes me really excited because it makes me think that our team is actually listening and they're executing this and we're seeing this and that's awesome. So um, I think that um, this is so important to have as a company and it's actually really something that's skipped over and it's, but it's so important to have it. And some of the most admirable companies that I see, you know, the, the Apples, the Disney's of the world, 
What makes them so special is the culture. The culture that allows them to generate great products after great products after great products. And a great culture is the biggest competitive advantage that you're going to have. It's really, really, really hard to duplicate. And that's what adds enterprise value. And so, yes, this can be motivational and stuff. And you can, it would be sometimes very hard to quantify. But don't lose sight of how important it is. And we're seeing it now. Some of the people that don't belong in the company are actually leaving themselves out of the company because they're not the right culture fit. It's not that they don't know. They're not talented. They're talented. They're just not the right company. And it's about for them to also find the right company for them. So grandkids, I hope you enjoyed this episode as I dive through our culture, our standards, and our value and really paint the vision of where we're trying to take Opni. It would be interesting to see as you're listening to this how much of this vision really came to fruition, right? And how much of it did it change throughout the years, which I expected to change, right? Right now, Opni being the world's top talent company and opening a world for billions, opening a world of opportunity for billions is the North Star. And I hope that by the time you're listening to this, that actually became true and became a reality. And you have a firsthand, like, listen to what was going on through the mind as we were building this. Um, so I hope you enjoy this. Love you guys. Can't wait to meet you and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.